The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They don't reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, lighten the fuck up. Enjoy. Now, Crown Vic. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the 33rd edition of the I'm Losing My Voice and I Have a Cold podcast for the third week in a row. How y'all doing? I learned an important lesson this morning when I recorded this podcast. When you've been sick for a week, probably shouldn't get wasted at nine in the morning. It's been a long day, but I've made it through and I've edited the podcast just for you. Man, I'm like the Knox fucking Shell Silverstein after that shit. But anyway... Before we get into things, i got to give a special thanks to my sponsor of this podcast. Code 3 Replicas is uh, who's putting on our show today. Code 3 Replicas started out as a hobby in 2014. They quickly turned into much more than that. Starting out as a kid, working on Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars, and then gradually moving on to bigger and more complex detailed models. Why Code 3 Replicas was started was because of the love of the hobby of building, but also a way to serve those that serve and protect us every day in our communities. In 2015, we started an incentive that if any law enforcement officer in the state of Kansas is killed in the line of duty, we would provide, free of charge, two models of their last patrol vehicle with personalized details in honor of them, one going to the officer's department and one to the officer's family. He's been in law enforcement for several years, prides himself on running the business with integrity, fairness, and honor. Code 3 Replicas is one of the fastest-growing and respected vehicle model replica companies in the United States. They have completed various different departments from all over the United States. Their models are perfect for retirements, collectors, and gifts. Contact them today and start your very own custom police replica model project. So again, that's Code3Replicas. They're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. And I will drop a link for that in the description of the podcast and on the page. So it's Code, the number three, and then Replicas. All right, the... uh, Poorly Made Weight Loss Challenge, which I put up a poll the other day. And uh, for the most part, people wanted me to keep updating you guys on a regular basis, so we'll keep doing that. Still going good. Uh, Lost another couple pounds over the last couple days, which probably got fucked today after the coffee, beer. But yeah, so that's going good. I'm down about 12 pounds. So the the patch wall, as always, if you guys want to uh, donate a patch or a coin for the dungeon down here, I am always willing to take those off your hands. And then, of course, today, we got a band for you, as we do every podcast, and I'm not feeling lazy. If you want your band to be featured on the podcast, or you know a guy that has a band, hit me up. All right, so up this week, we've got Greenwood, which uh, was formerly known as Brownlow, the artist formerly known as Brownlow, but Green Greenwood, you can find them over at Greenwood underscore music one over on the IG, and you can find them, you know, the streaming services. Here is Greenwood with their song. Broken Tees. We'll be right back with a cop from the land of Lincoln. I'm running from what's coming. I'm afraid of what it is. All the times I've opened up, I've just been giving shit because it's hot and you're broken. You've heard so many times. What goes around comes around. I fall guilty of their crimes. I'm no better than they are. They're just as lost as me. My conscience gets a grip. It takes a hold on me. I can't 
and now the moment most of you have been waiting for, I have my buddy Tobias, who is a cop. Oh, there's my voice going already. Who is a cop out in Illinois. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How are you now? How are you now? Um, good new. <laughs> good new. All right. I fucked that up, dude. That is all my fault. Every time somebody <laughs> says that, I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then, uh, I, I fuck it up. But anyway, so I got to give a shout out to you, Tobias, because you're one of the OGs on uh, For real. PM PM. You've been following since 2018. Yeah, I just kind of stumbled upon your page. Uh, I guess accidentally, like right after you started it, I've been following ever since. Yeah, so me and old Tobias here have been talking for years and years and years. He's a good fella, even though he wrecks cars, but we won't talk about that. Whoa. Yeah, but anyway. I never wrecked a car. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, dude, uh, normally I start these podcasts out asking what people are drinking. It's nine in the morning on a Saturday. I'm drinking. Are you drinking? I am drinking uh, a mug full of the black gold, just a plain black coffee right now. Good man. I mean, you could you put a little whiskey in it. That's fine. Yeah, it's almost gone. So it'd be all whiskey. Yeah, you know what? That's fine. You do what you got to do, buddy. My brother, when he was out here like a month ago, he brought he bought some of this uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps. Yes. Blue, I'm just gonna call it PBR. Um, bought some PBR, and it's the coffee PBR. And so I'm gonna try every flavor on this episode. I think. So the one I've, I started right now is the salt salted caramel, which is fucking really good for a cheap ass beer and coffee it's really good hell yeah you know what now that i think about it i think i got maybe like the the vanilla kind when i got it it's been a while i don't think i have a vanilla one i have a mocha the original and then i have oh a slightly sweet one so (laughs) i don't know yeah i you know what maybe i just got the original it was good though yeah it's i mean it's surprisingly Good. I mean, PBR is like a really good, you know, cheap go-to. Yeah. So they they did well with the coffee, man. I'm I'm impressed. And the, I do the fasting now, which I guess doesn't isn't really fasting. So I haven't eaten since last night, so I'll probably get hammered pretty quick for all you guys. Right. You're drinking so, your breakfast. That's fine. It's totally a healthy thing, and it's really good. It's for like my slim diet. fast. It's totally like slim fast. You know. Okay, this is not related to anything at all. But my mom got in her head somewhere that Ovaltine is good for her. <laughs> and she drinks like Ovaltine every day. And when she comes out to visit, we have to go buy Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A yeah, crummy it's the, commercial? It's the weirdest shit. And Ovaltine is not bitch. good. No. It's not good at all. No, my wife's cousin drinks it like it's going out of style. Well, it is going out of style. It absolutely is going out. of. It's like Tang. Yeah. Tang was good though. Yeah, I remember Tang kind of like came back like in the nineties, early two thousands. Okay. Do you remember OK Soda? Uh no, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It was a color, maybe it was Colorado. I don't know, but in the nineties it was it was made by Coke and it was called OK Soda. And I just remembered I really liked it. It was okay. It was okay. It was (laughs) hey oh. Where's my drum thing? I'm really bad at this, man. <laughs> I, I swear I downloaded it. You know what? Oh. Maybe that's like some good advertising, some good marketing there, because they set your expectations so low that even if it's slightly better than okay, then it's, you know, you'll probably buy it again. It's better than expected. Yeah, it was a weird, weird, weird taste. I don't know. 
yeah, it was, I can't even describe it, but I remember I really liked it. But enough about OK Soda. Let's uh, let's talk about you, pal. And I know a lot of people have a lot of questions about Illinois because oh, Illinois God. is kind of a shithole right now for cop, right? Uh, I wouldn't say kind of. It is a shithole for cops. So before we get into all that, how long have you been a cop for? Uh, I've been a cop for a little over eight years now. Oh, yeah, I remember that because we basically had kind of started around the same time. So we had about the same amount yeah. of experience. Have you just been on patrol or any special assignments, anything like that, or just a yeah. cop? I've been on patrol for my entire career. So my my first department I worked for for a little over two years, and it was a small enough department where unless you got something really big, you were pretty much in charge of doing your own investigation. So if you, you know, went to a call, caught a case, you were in charge of seeing it through to the end. So um, kind of have a little bit of detective, but not detective work. Um, but yeah, I left there, transferred to my current apartment, which I've been there for six years and it's bigger department. So patrol is kind of nice that if you catch a call, you just do your thing, write your report, and then it's out of your hands and on to the next one. You know, I think this is a perfect opportunity to shit on big city cops. Do it. To shit. I think I said to sit. I'm fucking like so stuck up. Fuck me. <laughs> but it is a good opportunity to shit on big city cops because I worked in a bigger city, I think probably similar to where you work. Mm-hmm. Where you did, you you basically hand us shit off. Now, occasionally we'd have guys come to our city from like real big fucking cities and they yeah. didn't know how to do anything because really? it was you you responded to the call somebody else came in and did the investigation like you went and you made sure it was safe you did a very basic initial your report was like two sentences and that was acceptable oh and wow then you would hand it you know a dick would show up which was like crazy to me because you know when i'm trying to teach this fella how to write reports didn't understand why we did all this i'm like this is fucking important shit dude oh my document God, yeah. it. report writing is so so important you know i'm an fto so i preach to trainees like how important report writing is so they my, my tra- trainees probably hate me when we're sitting down to write reports because uh i uh, kind of notorious for tearing their reports apart but you know what it has good results when your sergeant comes to you and saying hey they wrote an excellent report so yeah it's super important and it's not it's not the fault of these huge city cops it's just that's how they were brought up yep so i mean if you work in a big city and you do that you know next time you make fun of jim bob that works in uh you know the middle of nowhere kansas he probably knows how to do more shit than you i'm just saying yeah he might not go to the yeah, he might not go to like the fucking crazy calls all the time, but he, but he knows how to do more, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, shit, when I came to my department, I mean, I've I'd done, you know, my own interviews, my own, uh, you know, swearing out warrants. So as much as I'm glad to be out of that department, I'm not knocking it at all. It's just it's smaller and not for me, but got some really good experience out of it that really helped me to where I'm at now. Yeah. And I'm really sorry if I upset you big city cops and you know, you're drinking your soy latte right now and you're getting really upset about what I said, but it's okay. You're sheep dog too. So let's talk a little bit about Illinois. Am I saying it right? I guess we have to. Yes, it is Illinois. The S is silent. 
Okay, it's just a fucking weird word. I know. It's French or something. Oh, that there is your fucking first problem. So <laughs> when I've driven through the land of Lincoln, it basically looks like an extension of Indiana in the parts I've driven through. Yeah. I mean, it is aside from northeast Illinois, it's basically the same thing as Iowa and Illinois. Not Missouri though. By the way, you said not it's the same as Illinois, which it should be because it's the same it, state. Oh shit. Okay, edit that part out. That was No, dumb. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. <laughs> no, okay. What I meant was it's basically the same thing as Iowa and Indiana. Um yeah, I mean it's most of Illinois is just like rural farmland, small town stuff, but unfortunately it's just run by Chicago. You know, our our capital is in Springfield, but Everyone who lives here knows that it's really in Chicago. I want to, I want to talk about that, but I want to step back to something you said a minute ago. Which sure. you don't like Missouri? Or are you just saying it's different landscape? Than no, Missouri? I'm just I'm just giving Missouri shit because it's a bunch of trailer park trash down there. Missouri's kind of a weird place. Like when you when you think of Missouri, like I just you know I just think you know hillbillies, Arkansas, you know banjo music. Hey, think of those arcs down there. Yeah, I actually I think the Ozarks are pretty. Just yeah, they are. Um, I I just said pretty. What a what a bitch. But it's okay. I, You're super soft. Uh, you want to come to my super <laughs> soft birthday party? I will. I might invite you to my super soft birthday party. Where's my soundboard you, at? There's can some fucking letter Kenny things we need to be getting on. Yeah, if you have a super soft birthday party, I promise I will be there. Okay, I'm gonna invite you and your dispatcher friend to my super soft birthday party. Okay, we'll do it. All right, nice. Yeah, I actually, the part of Missouri I'm next to, I like. It's really nice, and the people are, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like an extension of where I live now. It's pretty laid back, but I really like all the rolling hills and shit. And I like, I, I like the Ozarks, yeah. but then the cities in Missouri are trash. I mean, St. Louis <laughs> yeah. is fucking trash. Oh, my God, yeah. I spent a lot of time in St. Louis growing up, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it can be pretty dirty down there, but no, the Ozarks are really pretty. Um, I just had to, <laughs> I just had to drive through the Ozarks to head down to some training for work. And yeah, it was, you know, end of October, all the leaves were changing. It was gorgeous. Yeah. That was one of the places we really looked um, before we ended up in Iowa was uh, Missouri. Yeah, or not not Missouri, but the Ozarks in general, like yeah, even Arkansas. Yeah, I but I'm glad we ended up. Oh we God, up. Uh, dude! You know, the north I, part of Arkansas and the Ozarks is uh, some cool places up there. But I, the clientele is different for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you know, on that training trip that I was on, uh, yeah, I had to drive through Arkansas too. And yeah, you know, I've only been through this small part of Arkansas, but I can't believe people live there. Not to shit on Arkansas. But the part I drove through kind of sucked. You blew out my eardrums with that stupid YouTube ad. Sorry about that, Bill. Okay. But anyway, yeah, enough about the Ozark. Nobody cares. I like it, though. I almost moved there. You brought up that, you know, basically Chicago runs the state. Yeah. Unfortunately. Are any of the other big... I don't know if there are big cities. Are there any more big cities in Illinois, quote unquote? Yeah. Um, I mean, you got obviously Springfield. 
Peoria, East St. Louis. Um, Ooh, I've that, heard I mean, East St. Louis is, is a little yeah, rough. It's very rough. That Actually, the state police a couple of years ago just had one of their SWAT guys killed on like a search warrant. Um, so that was, that was a bad deal, but yeah, East St. Louis is very, very rough. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, all the biggest cities are just pretty much suburbs of Chicago. Of course there's Rockford too. And yeah, I guess Rockford's pretty big, but yeah, most of it is just in Chicago area. Is support for the police okay within the state except for in chicago or how's the rest of the state um i i think it just depends on where you go i feel like where i am i am not in chicago couldn't pay me enough to be there um where i am i feel like we have very good support um i'm thankful for that um i I live i'm not gonna say where but it's a pretty big area but it still has that small town feel to it you know so i get people that will roll up next to me all the time and like roll their windows down and just thank me for what i do so i get way more of those than i do fuck yous so yeah i i think we do have good support i can't say for the rest of the state um but i'm gonna assume you know most of the rest of the state is like where i live now city of chicago i i don't know doesn't sound like like they're very supportive there but well i mean they did just recommend a deceased officer for suspension so i can't imagine they're too supportive of the police yeah no that's super shitty yeah and i made a you know to break off a little bit i made a post about that the other day and saw it i'm fucking pissed i think everybody (laughs) should be and, and i've caught just a tiny amount of flack, like, Hey, you know, we need to be more professional on how, how we address this. No, I mean, the time is almost fucking over for that. We've sat back and tried to be reasonable for so long. And look, I just had an episode where I, you know, kind of made fun of the people that say, let's go Moran and fuck Biden and all that shit. I get it. But in this circumstance, you know, I stand by what I said, fuck those people. Yeah. They can't take two seconds to redact that out of a fucking report. I don't care if they mention her testimony or that she was there. It's part of the report. Fine. Whatever. But the fact that they needed to fucking lay out there that they were going to suspend her. And then look at why they're suspending her. Failure to fill out like some fucking form and she turned on her body camera yeah. a little bit late. Three days for that? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and that is God. That's so shitty. Back in my day, and I hate saying that, but back when you fucking okay hey dude you fucking you didn't fill out this form go fill it out and don't do it again yeah exactly uh, and you know you turn on your body camera a little bit like hey you need to work on that make sure you get that shit on kind of thing right they didn't yeah. there was no on her part i don't think there was any allegation of wrongdoing what why are you dragging her through the mud just because you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes yeah and you wonder why officers are leaving the city of chicago the chicago police department in droves it, it, this is exactly the shit why you know i had I, one of my best friends in the entire world is a chicago copper and he's looking to get out and i said dude you cannot run fast enough get out before you know something bad happens so yeah i i fucking feel for those guys that are stuck up there because you know people have bills and mortgages and shit and 
even though that city is a fucking shithole, there's still decent people that live up there. Oh, yeah. And I 100% support the rank and file of the Chicago Police Department, but it's the shitty brass and the shitty politics that throw the rank and file under the bus that can go to hell. Yeah, I hope they fucking burn and rot in hell. All right, happy topics. I'm on to beer number two. I'm actually like halfway through it. So this is the hard cold brew, and it's slightly sweet, and it's dairy-free. That's a city cop thing right there. So this is the city cop PBR. It's not as good. So right now, the caramel is in the lead for being the best one. Okay, and this is the slightly sweet flavor? It's kind of hard to say. It is. Well, I can't even say Pabst Blue Ribbon, so... Oh, I got it out that time. Oh, hey, there it is. Did it. Yeah, for a guy that fucking stutters and stammers, great idea. Start a podcast. Great (laughs) idea. Dude, I'm with you. I trip over my words all the time. I I suck on the radio sometimes. Do you ever feel that your words, like your brain is coming up with shit faster than you can spit out? Yes, all the time. And so that's why I trip over my words, because my brain is going a thousand miles an hour and my, my mouth can't keep up. So we're actually really smart is what it we is. Are, we are very smart. Genius. We are so smart. Uh, but you know what I think when people trip over themselves on the radio? Why? It's fucking embarrassing! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I love it. <laughs> All right, Peter Patter. So you've been on for eight years. Yes. Have you noticed that the job has changed a lot over those eight years as far as, yeah? I mean, I guess community support and the way you're allowed to do the job. Yes. So I actually had the pleasure of starting my career before Ferguson started. Um, I started probably a year before Ferguson. So I, I got to see how it was done before everything changed. And even in just that one year, things changed so much and not just from like policies, but just you think about the court system. You know, when I had to go to court before that, you know, my word was taken seriously, you know, and now it's like you go to court, if it's not on video, well, you might as well be a liar. You know, it's thrown out, Um, you know, the whole body cam things and you know everything has changed the the public perception like it was so like before ferguson like if you came up and like disrespected the police it's like it was still considered frowned upon and now it's like if you disrespect the police it's it's just like another day you know it's like widely accepted to shit on the police or i mean hell it's in the media now like it's like the media normalizes it so just like not only the job but like our culture i feel like has changed so much in these last eight years yeah you brought up a couple like really 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 good points the the media normalizes it and they don't you know whenever they put these articles out you know shaming cops never not once do they ever say anything about the suspect's behavior yeah um, free Dages thing or whatever out in California. I don't know everything about that case, but the media doesn't talk about this guy was being a huge asshole to that cop and calling him names and being homophobic and shit like that. That doesn't yeah. make the news, right? Just that right. this cop gave him a little shove, which the use of force is totally justified. You know, there's an article in the New York Times recently about, you know, traffic stop deaths and shit. It doesn't say anything about the people acting like assholes. 
It just yeah. all the cops were wrong. You know, it's kind of funny <clears throat> that you say that because there was an incident um, not long before I got hired on to the first time to be a cop. Um, I was actually still in college, but there was an incident um, in the city where I went to college where this dude attacked a cop on a bridge like the traffic was backed up it was completely stopped uh this dude was on foot attacked the cop and like beat the shit out of him um like he bit him in the face and part of his face was hanging off and uh cop ended up shooting and killing him well this dude was happened to be black and he was unarmed and i went back and looked i don't know why that incident sticks out to me but i went back and looked at the news article and there was nothing negative about him being unarmed or anything. And it's like, if that would have happened today, it would be national news. It would be an uproar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he was trying to get your gun and he, you know, beat the fuck out of you. I mean, look at the the thing in Atlanta, the dude literally stole a taser from cops, which could incapacitate the cops. And then he could have a gun. And this guy's some kind of a fucking hero. He's a fucking deadbeat drunk piece of shit. Even look at they they never talked about George Floyd's behavior. They only talked about the what Chauvin did to him, but they didn't they didn't talk about how many drugs he was on, like his behavior that they tried to put him in a squad car and the fact that he was using counterfeit money. They, they don't they don't talk about that. I mean, I'm not I'm obviously not justifying what Chauvin did, but that they don't talk about the other the circumstances. Point. Yeah. And that whole thing was stupid to the point that was easily put him in a rescue position. We've been taught that for years and years yes. and years. Like, God, what, yes, God, well, you fucking idiots. Um, anyway, yeah, but we'll, we'll end the George Floyd talk because I could go. On yeah, fast, but Sorry, I shouldn't even brought it up. But <laughs> yeah, to, like to go back no-no to the media. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's a piece it, of shit. Yeah, they're, you're not fair and balanced. I mean, like, honestly, Look at the Rittenhouse trial. Yes. Depending on who's reporting it, it's a completely different story. There is no fair and balanced. Yeah. Like I just the same way I can't stand NBC or CNN. I can't stand Fox News anymore. They don't even pretend anymore, dude. They don't even pretend. No. Like, can we just get back to like, you know, the 90s or even early 2000s with like unbiased? reporting like just at least it appeared unbiased i mean at least yeah, they, yeah. maybe they tried yeah i don't know man i i think that's a deeper chasm but i guess we'll move on because i i mean i am getting drunk and angry we could talk about it but um, oh yeah feed but, your hate yes <laughs> let the hate flow through you strike me down and take your position beside your father i'm pretty sure God, I, damn, that was really good I butchered the line, though. At least I got Palpatine right, though. Your Palpatine impression was so spot on. I didn't even like hardly pay attention to the dialogue. Yeah, don't do don't listen to the uh, the dialogue because I totally I'm going to pull it up right now. Do it. That was the. Could you tell that that was me or the sound clip? (laughs) No, that I'm pretty sure that was you. I think he says strike me down and take my place next to my father or your father. And I think I said position. Which is not, it's not like a corporate job. Like being a Sith isn't like a corporate job. Wouldn't it be allowed your application to be the next Sith Lord? (laughs) Go to HR. You're on the other Star Destroyer. 
you need at least six years prior Sith Lord experience. Oh man, I'm getting really excited for the uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi show on Disney Plus. When does it, that come out? I don't know. I I would think next year. I know the Boba Fett is sometime. I think I think is after Christmas or around Christmas. No, go ahead. I here. got sent the the trailer for that, but I was busy and then I never watched it, and I totally forgot about it. Oh, the Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. Um, it looks pretty good, dude. I I think it looks really good. But I mean, I'm I'm, an, I'm a nerd about Star Wars. But oh so yeah, me too. Right now, I'm watching Breaking Bad because I need to get I need to get caught up on some of these shows I've missed over the years. So I think I'm almost done with Breaking Bad. And then, you never finished Breaking Bad when it came out? No, my fucking oh, me and my wife are so supposed good. to watch. Yeah, it is really good. I I I'm gonna I have some thoughts, but I I want to wait until I finish before I say That's anything because I'm gonna that that is what she said. Boom, roasted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you got me off track now. But yeah, I have Breaking some Bad. thoughts on some things, but I don't want to say them because then I'm gonna watch like the last few episodes and I'll be totally off on them. So, but yeah, I really enjoying that show. And then um, I need to watch Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen them all the way through. Okay. Yeah. Um, my buddy's been giving me really for like the last eight years been telling me to watch it. And I need to. And now that I have a little bit of free time during the day, I'm going to Lord of the Rings is going to be my, my next quest. So, yeah, man. I mean, if you're, if you're a nerd like me, Lord of the Rings is great. Okay. Do you think Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars though? No. Okay. Yeah. This guy's con- trying to convince me that it's better than Star Wars. And he's like, the acting's better than blah, blah, blah. Dude, I am so ingrained in Star Wars. I've seen almost everything. I, I'm trying to watch the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the the Rebellion um, cartoon. I can't. I can't get through it. Oh, not yeah. not not Rebels. Um, the the Resistance cartoon. Resistance. Um, it's like more. It's like the about the First Order and and then the pre the sequels. I, what's the I, other Star Wars cartoon? I can't think of the name of it. Okay, so you got Rebels, and then you have Clone Wars. Clone Wars, that's it. Clone Wars is fucking amazing. And then Bad Batch is really good, too. I haven't started that. It's basically an extension onto the Clone Wars. I liked it a lot. I think it felt a lot like Clone Wars. Okay. And it, you know, I, I dig that. And it it's good. I really liked it. Yeah. So I every now and then I'll throw on Clone Wars for, like, my kid. Because he's, he's almost five. So and I haven't watched... The Star Wars movies with him yet, but I figure you know, Clone Wars is kind of like mm, a little more age appropriate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my kids. I mean, my I don't know. My daughter doesn't really care, but my boys have watched Star Wars. But I don't know. My I think my oldest wasn't paying attention because the other day he's like, "Doesn't Anakin say you have the high ground?" And I'm like, "Get out of my house! <laughs> You're not my son. You Fortnite playing son of a bitch." <laughs> yeah that's uh that's grounds for dismissal yeah get out of here all right well let's, yeah. we're way off topic here so let's talk about illinois was one of these states that had the big far-reaching quote-unquote police accountability oh my god yeah bill. so let's talk about that. that bill and how things have changed yeah so Nothing has really, I shouldn't say nothing, not a lot has changed yet because a lot of it, they have to like put laws, I guess, and policies in place first and let people get adjusted to it. But one of the, one of the biggest things that's coming is they're getting rid of cash bond 
Um, and that is going to be a huge pain in the ass. We're already seeing it right now just because of like COVID and the jails aren't taking anyone. Um, I shouldn't say they're not taking anyone. They're not taking like nonviolent misdemeanors, which is kind of becoming like a huge pain in the ass because I mean, you get a criminal trespass call. Okay. Well, you need to leave or else I'm going to write you a ticket. <laughs> yeah. And then ask you again and then I'll write you another ticket. And it's just like, you can threaten jail, but in the end, like the jail is not going to take him for a criminal trespass. It's so stupid. And then it just drags calls out for like a, a call that you could be done with in 20 minutes. Like it, you show up to some, some place dudes refusing to leave to leave after you tell them to leave. Okay. Well then you're going to jail, click clack and then onto the jail. But now you can't do that. And so it's like, you have to sit there and reason with them and threaten to take him to jail and pray that he doesn't know that you can't do that or whatever else. But it's like, you, it just drags on and on. And then you have to, you have to go talk to the complainant. It's like, listen, I want to help you out here, but my hands are tied. I, I can't really do much here other than cut him a ticket and hope that he leaves. So it really, I mean, it's going to suck for us, but it's going to suck worse for the public. And I mean, I said from the beginning, I think the public is going to start taking matters into their own hands and it's going to be a bad deal. Yeah. It's yeah. The situation you just said, I was like, yep, I've been there. Yeah. You know, and it, it started with COVID and we can argue about those policies, but I just don't understand. Like, do these people that pass these laws think that there's no crime or that people are magically just going to comply with officers? I mean, have they been out in the real fucking world? I think the people that pass this are either rich people that have never dealt with this kind of shit in their life. People that, you know, are criminals themselves and have criminal families and, you know, mm -hmm. they don't want the cops to have, be able to do anything about it. Yeah. So we were actually, um, me and a bunch of guys from from work were actually watching the session live when they voted on it. And I don't know if it's I think it was the house that passed it. But all of us were like, yeah, there's no way they're going to pass this. There's like zero percent chance that this is going to pass. And we were watching as like they were going over the bill and debating it. And they were asking the guy who like wrote the bill all these questions and the dude didn't even know the answers. Like he had to have some intern next to him looking up the answers in the bill that he wrote. Cause he didn't know. And it was just like super embarrassing. And then one of the, one of the reps got on and was saying, you know, I know that you guys don't believe this. I, I, I know that you guys don't believe that the cops are evil, that the cops are out there to harm you because you walk past them every single day coming into the Capitol and you smile and wave at them. If you truly believe that you wouldn't want them there, but, but you do, you know, and, and then they still voted to pass it. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. I, these people that do this shit are the scum of the earth. 
I mean, there, there's no getting are. around it. I mean, there's truly evil, scummy people in fucking power right now, and we're going to all pay the price for it. I agree. Is And it's the public that's going to hurt. You know? Yeah. I, it sucks that we have to be out there and people are going to be mad at us, but it really is. I want to help you. I want to help the public, but you know, the, the lawmakers will not let me do that. What other shitty shit is in that bill? That's hard to say, by the way, shitty shit, some shitty shit. I don't, by the there's... way, beer three, beer three is the original hard coffee, which is really good. Might be in first place. Ooh, original hard. Was that the one I got? I think it was. Yeah, it was really good. Um, other shitty shit, dude. Like I'm so <laughs> to the point of like nearly burnt out that I just read my emails from the chief that gives a synopsis from it and go do my in-service training and they tell me what I need to know. And, you know, I'll just, when that comes out, fine, I'll do that. But yeah, the, the biggest thing I thought, and then there was, of course, the whole, um, oh shit, what's it called? Qualified Help me out here. Yes, that's the one. Uh, yeah, there was that, that was part of it. So, but yeah, and also another thing with that bill, when it passed the Senate, it was a 750 page bill and they had an hour to read it at three in the morning. And then they voted to pass it at like four or five or whatever. And they passed it. And then your shitbag governor he signed off on it, right? A couple of weeks later. Yeah, he like put it off as long as he could. Neat. What a guy. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. So since that law has gone into effect, and it sounds like they're kind of piece by piece is coming into an effect. Has your department lost a lot of guys? Um, yes and no, but the only way that we've lost a lot of people is through like retirements. Um, th- we don't have a lot of people voluntarily like resigning or going to different departments, surprisingly enough, um, because my department is basically on state line to another state, uh, which I won't name, but the the departments in the next state over are offering like these ridiculous sign-on bonus and uh, lateral transfers and all that good stuff. So I thought there were going to be a ton of people jumping ship and surprisingly, no, we, we really haven't, but we have had a ton of retirements, which I can't blame them at all for retiring early. Um, but we've actually hired a ton of new people. Now, granted our list and our numbers of people coming out to test have been way, way down. Um, but I think that's like nationwide, you know, like, why would you, these people that are getting hired right now, I I ask them like, why would you even do this right now? It's like the worst time to come be a cop. I mean, granted it's not very competitive and it's easy to get hired, but like, as far as the job itself goes, you're nuts, man. (laughs) Um, what do they say? Why do they start that? I don't know, man, I guess just that like that blind infatuation with the job you know i i remember when i was getting hired like 
uh, I had an internship in college and I remember guys then saying, why would you ever want to be a cop? Go be a firefighter. And I was like, man, whatever, old man, I'll never be burnt out like you. Here we are. But yeah, I guess it's just like that naivety. Is that how you pronounce it? Naivety? Naivety? Samsonite? Samsonite. Slippy, slappy. You were way off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it is. They're naive, I guess. How long have you been but, in FTO for? Um, let's see. I've probably been in FTO for like, I don't know, four years or so. Okay. Have you noticed a decline in the, uh, what's the word? Quality. I'm Quality of applicants. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Yes. Um, I mean, shit. I, you know, when we were getting hired on, you would show up to a test and there would be hundreds people that are testing for like maybe a single spot like we may be hiring one this year and it didn't matter i mean the competition was so high and now it's like you go to a decent sized city and there's like 20 people testing so it's you know departments have said that you know we're not gonna lower our hiring standards but yeah we have i think we absolutely have we've got people getting pushed through onto solo that should not have passed FTO. I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've trained people myself. I've had people like trainees that I did not recommend move on to the next step. And they basically disregarded my opinion and pushed them through. And, you know, the results show it's, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. That's going to be this thing we're going to fight. I think, well, I say we're going to fight. I say that loosely since I'm not on the job currently, but there's going to be a thing. I'm calling it out in two or three years here. We're going to have another string of like fucked up shit that's happening Mm -hmm. because of guys and gals that never should have been hired. Yeah. I'm telling you right now it's going to happen. And unfortunately, like I'm, I'm already seeing it. It's, it's pretty unfortunate, but yeah. And it's, and it's not, everyone it's obviously not everyone we still get quality quality recruits quality officers but there are you know more shitty i I shouldn't call them shitty but (laughs) the quality (laughs) the quality has declined now could some of that be generational though you know granted that i mean me and you are quote unquote kind of stuck as being millennials, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, my friend dug up a term that's probably bullshit, but it's um, ex-millennial or something like that, where we're kind of in the in-between. Yeah. I thought I was actually Gen X until I looked it up, and then I was like, God damn it. Yeah, I know. But honestly, the Zs are worse, so we got that yeah. going for us. Yeah. Thank God for Gen Z, because, they, man, they suck. Yeah, you guys are a bunch of fucking pansies. Yeah, get off my lawn. Now I have like my millions of followers is down to half a million. Um, so <laughs> I've upset city cops and Gen Z today. No, I yep. mean, oh, we, we've upset people from Missouri and Arkansas too. Ding, 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 ding. Um, God, you got me all bitter. No, it's yeah, the PPR a- that's got me bitter. Back yeah, it's the PPR. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the not PPR. me. No, it's, it's probably me. Just um, talk about happy shit. We're getting we're getting salty here. Oh, I got I got a couple more salty things, and then we'll get into the fun stuff. 
Um, I got a salty thing for you. Hey, oh, <laughs> you should probably clean it up, man. Take a shower every once in a while. Anyway, give your balls a tug, you tip fucker. Dude, that was really good. I didn't yeah, even thanks. have to push the button. That was really good. <laughs> so on the topic of newer people, I made a meme the other day about scheduling. And anytime I make fun of any generation of cops, people get really upset and butthurt in the comments. I know they do. It brings me fucking great joy. It, um, it's hilarious. It is, Dude, it's a fucking joke. Like, calm down. I'm just kind of poking fun. But people take it way too literal. But I you know sometimes it's just fun to stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> it <laughs> get is. Get people's panties in a bunch. Yeah, they need to give their balls a tug. What the meme was about was basically Gen Z people crying about not getting good scheduling, good yeah. getting good days off. What type of schedule, if you can say it without giving yourself away, what, what, are you guys on like, you know, 410s? So ours is kind of a rotating. I don't want to say ours is weird because there are some weird schedules out there. You know, I don't know how some people keep track of it. Um, we actually do eight and a half hours. What? Um, and so, yeah, it's eight and a half. Anyway, so we work uh, five on two off, five on three off. So your days off rotate a day forward every two weeks, which is nice because every, I don't know, a couple months, you end up getting three entire weekends off in a row. Okay. So I, where I worked was four tens and I like mm-hmm. that because you had set days off and it was a lot easier for childcare and making plans. Yeah. I thought, um, you know, you didn't have to go look into the calendar. Like, well, let me see what fucked up schedule I'm on next week. I was really I lucky that. with that, but I guess the point I wanted to make about scheduling it, throw me, tell me if I'm wrong. Can you think of another job besides, you know, maybe the fire EMS where you can bid on a shift? Most places you get hired Hey, we're looking for, you know, a forklift operator in the factory 12 to eight. That's your shift. Yep. Okay. Cops can be entitled babies sometimes. And I'm, I'm calling myself out too, because when bid time came on my department, I was freaking out because I wanted what I wanted. Right. I get it. I agree. But we can be entitled babies sometimes. And very few jobs on the planet can you do you even have a chance to bid for what you want you know this forklift operator i talked about 30 seconds ago maybe down the line oh hey bill um he was on days he had a heart attack he's going to be out can you want to go to days okay cool that's kind of the way that shit worked like when i used to be in management i had the schedule for all three shifts and when i put out a, a hiring you know an ad in the newspaper or whatever i put the shift i was hiring for I would check with my guys first and say, hey, does anybody want to move to this? No? Okay, I'm going to put an ad out for it. That's how the shit works in the normal world. So on us, on these bigger departments where you're lucky enough to bid a shift, that's cool. That's awesome. Be grateful for that. Now, you know, for new people, does it suck being on nights and having shitty days off? Yeah, it does. Um, But, you know, coming to the shop, you need to expect that, though. Yes. And... Some of the comments that I got were, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on people. I get what they're saying. You know, I, I see both sides of the issue, but I'm going to side with the particular side. So one, one of the comments I, I saw, and there was a couple like it. Well, you know, we're losing cops, you know, so quick and, you know, we need to make it better for people so they don't leave, blah, blah, blah. So 
a lot of people like the 12, I know there's a lot of apartments that do 12 hour shifts and it rotates. Like, you know, you have a weekend on weekend off. Mm -hmm. If that's how it is, that's how it is when you get hired. But you know, wanting your department to change to that, you got to realize that the dudes that have been there for 21 years, like let's say some dude started in, you know, 1998, he's still on patrol. You might not have even been fucking born yet. And you're going to come in there and say, well, you know, this is really tough for me. I want weekends off sometimes. This motherfucker has been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. He leave him alone. Don't fuck with his days. I get you want good days. Everybody wants good days. That's how it is. Don't. Yeah. You know, I think and if you know you're a young pup and you, no, go ahead, dude. I was going to say, I think, you know, I don't <laughs> think I'm old enough to for sure say it's a generational thing, but I maybe it has something to do with the social media generation and everything is about ourselves anymore that nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people just don't place themselves in other situations like you don't take into account that this dude has been working for 20 30 years and to him you are nobody you're but a blip on his entire career and you're going to come in and change 20 30 years worth of something that has worked just because you don't like it i mean no you just you fall in line and you you shut your mouth and you, you do what you're told yeah, I wish more people had that sensibility. It's, I don't know. I mean, it is definitely a generational thing for sure. And you, you hit the nail on the head. I don't think I could say it any better. But I know if I go back, I'm going to have to go work graveyards. Yeah. I know it. That's a choice I'm going to have to make. So if you sign up to be a cop, don't go in there. Well, you know, I, I have kids and I have blah, blah, blah. Everybody else has a life too, not just you. Yeah, now, right. if if the department makes that call where they need to change the schedule, it kind of is what it is. And it really sucks ass for that new guy, but really you're at the will of what the city needs and what your department needs. So any change of schedule, I mean, it just kind of is what it is now. I yeah. mean, there's, I've definitely heard of stories not to get too like hearsay, but you know, I've heard of stories where, you know, departments will fuck with dude schedules just to, cause they know it's going to rattle them. That shit's mm -hmm. wrong. But I mean, as a whole, if you know, the department says, hey, we need to go to the schedule because it's better coverage. It, it sucks, but it fucking is what it is. Yeah, I really like four tens because it gave me three days off. I couldn't imagine being in that shithole five days a week. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair. To be fair. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, to be fair, go ahead. To be <laughs> that was that was so drawn out. <laughs> Every once in a while, it's got to come. I'd, That's what she yes, says. That is most definitely. I don't even know what I was gonna say because that was so drawn out. <laughs> and do you ever notice how in the in the later seasons they kind of got away from that like barbershop quartet? Yeah. That is, I can't wait for the next couple seasons. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. They left it on such a cliffhanger. Yeah, I didn't like this last season. It wasn't good. There was a lack of Shorzy. There was a lack of everything. I mean, yeah. the last episode McMurray, was probably the best episode. Yeah. I mean, McMurray, he's a piece of shit, but he only made one appearance. 5.15 inches. 
<laughs> I, Mick Murray, have a 5.15 inch penis. Yeah. Yeah, the last season was not was not their best. I mean, there was a couple things happened. in that season that were really good, like like the episode where they're all on the phone and like talking about who they like or whatever. Yeah. It was like a lame episode, but there was some really funny shit in there. But it was a miss. Like that season as a whole was a miss. Like yeah. even the opening monologue was a miss. Cuz the season before where they were all piling out of the car and they beat the shit out of that dude. Yeah. That was a fucking great Jerks. You can hate jerks. Yeah, like this this last season, literally nothing happened. Like the whole the whole season was basically just like dialogue. And yeah, the the cold openings, it was all like the I don't know the word word player whatever. I, yeah, I it was. Know. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, last season wasn't good, so they got they got to step it up. All right. Anyway, so need to I, get- I don't even know what we were talking about before we got on Letter Kenny. I have no idea. It's fucking embarrassing. It was something about scheduling. Oh, yeah. Schedule. I was bitching about scheduling. And you said, to be fair. And then I hit that button and it was like 20 seconds long. Yeah, I don't remember what I was. That's what she said. I don't remember what I was saying. Anyway. Anyway. So let's I guess we'll jump back to my line of questioning. Is the job dead in Illinois? I want to say, fuck, yeah, it's dead. Um, But I am trying to work on not being so pessimistic. But it's like others have said in Illinois, it's it's on life support. Um, I mean, we just can't do our job like we used to. We just don't have the tools to do it because we are here. We are essentially handcuffed, you know, um, and this the state is pretty much run by Chicago. So it's like whatever Chicago wants to do, that's what the rest of the state is, is doing. So, yeah, job fucking sucks in Illinois right now. Do you feel like basically your job has changed into your professional report taker? Yeah. I mean, that's, a lot that's of how it, it felt yeah. at the end. That's how it felt at the end for me. You know, stuff that is not in progress. And, it, and I think COVID had a lot to do with this. And part of it's kind of nice, you know, like if you get like a simple theft report, you can just take it over the phone. Like, I don't know how it was where you lived. If yeah, it, was it got, it was weird. That, we were taking shit over the phone where we would have never done that before. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was, it was kind of nice. We're kind of getting back to going out in person. Um, but that, that part of it was kind of nice, but yeah, anymore, it's just like, okay, well, we'll take a report and that's basically it and forward it on to detectives and that's it. I don't know. What is your favorite patrol car? Ooh. Okay. I feel like my career has been robbed. Because I never got to drive a Crown Vic. And I am so mad at that. I know. Like, I feel sick. Dude, I started and I had to drive this shitty Impala. The thing sucked. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) And the, the only good thing I have to say about that Impala is that it was good in the snow. But because the rest of the department had two wheel drive Tahoes, which I like the Tahoes. They were slow. They got Tahoes. They got Tahoes and they were only two wheel drive. Yeah. I don't know who made that decision, but I once I got out of the Impala and got in the Tahoe, there was one time we got a ton of snow. I got 
stuck in the snow no less than like six times in a single shift it was miserable um now going back to the question obviously the crown vic is my favorite patrol car so much so that my four-year-old son can spot crown vics and say dad look there's crown vic like i know man isn't it awesome that was out of place but that was the best thing i had for that i don't care I so, feel the so you same never way. got a crown Vic in your career. I never got a crown with a crown Vic, and I'm so sad about it. By the way, I'm on beer four. This is the mocha one. It's really good. Damn, you're pounding them. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling it. I've what we've been recording for like an hour, and I'm like four board beers in. <laughs> four. And I haven't eaten. This is <laughs> oh, gonna be awesome. Shit. I'm gonna like fucking fuck up the editing because I'm gonna be too drunk to edit it. Oh god. My wife's gonna love me. Now I'm like I'm like almost out of beer and I'm staring at my hawkeye whiskey and I'm like, am I gonna drink that out of a bottle to finish out at fucking 10 in the morning? Oh dude. Props to you for drinking hawkeye whiskey. Okay. Because when I was in college, it's we, good, dude. Obviously, on a budget, we drank the shit out of hawkeye vodka and that shit tastes like rubbing alcohol. The whiskey's okay. The whiskey goes down very smooth. I mean, smooth for a nine bottle, a nine dollar bottle of whiskey. <laughs> but the hangovers are fucking horrendous, <laughs> man. They're so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, man. you can tell if I've recorded a podcast after fucking Hawkeye whiskey time because I am fucking hungover. Dude, go eat something. <laughs> no, I can't eat until noon, bro. Uh, I'm going to be a mess. The last episode, Dispatcher Mo lied about pooping her pants because everybody's pooped their pants. So I'm going to ask people. I haven't listened to that episode yet, so I'm going to have to listen to that one right after this. Okay, but so I'm just throwing out there, most people have shit their pants on accident. Shit happens, so to speak. So Tobias here has a story about pooping his pants. You got a good one, right? I... No, I didn't poop my pants, but it was close. It, it was a photo finish. Okay. So we got a call of at one of our finest hotels of a, a, a physical domestic where the male had left. We had vehicle description. It had a 28, which, okay, we had a license plate for those that don't have 10 codes. And we knew that he would probably be going to his mom's house, was, which is just a, a short distance away. Um, so me being the beat officer, I went to this hotel to speak with female half and we had two other units going to the mom's house to look for him. So I get there, um, I'm talking to her and she, uh, she got beat up pretty good. So it was like, if we found this guy, we were going to be arresting him. Um, so I'm there you know, taking, taking a report and everything, getting all the information, relaying it to the other guys. When, uh, all of a sudden I, I start feeling that rumbling and it's like, Oh, <laughs> uh, things are moving. I don't know if I can hold it. So I finish up taking the report and I tell her, all right, let me go out to my car. Let me grab my camera. I'm going to grab some paperwork for you. I'll be right back. So I'm walking down. It's like, I'm, I'm having this conversation in my head where I like, no, dude, you can make it. You're going to be fine. Mind over matter. Let's do this. So I'm walking down the hall towards the front of the hotel. And then it's like, no, no, this is happening right now. 
you're going to have to, you're going to have to do this. So I do like to look around the front lobby. There's, you know, the hotels have this, the, the bathroom in the front for this, for the public, this hotel didn't have one. It just had one that says employees only. It's just like, all right, look around. There's no employees. So I slip in there. I, I drive trowel. I do my thing. And then, uh, while, I, while I'm sitting there, the other units called me on the radio and they're like, Hey, his car is over here. It's like, ah, shit. Literally. <laughs> so now they're, so yeah. So now they're waiting on me. It's like, Oh my God. Um, so I get done and I go, I go to flush my business. Uh, well, it didn't go down. Toilets, toilets jam. So it's like, Oh fuck, there's no plunger around here. I'm going to have to leave this here. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so it's like, okay, you know what? Nobody saw me come in. If for all they know, it could have been some drunk who left this little surprise here. So yeah, I slip out the bathroom quietly and am immediately met by the employee. The lone employee catches me coming out of the bathroom and it's like, oh shit. Now they're going to know it was me. And so it's like, I can either just let them find it or I can do the grown up thing and admit what I did. And I was like, hey, I'm a. I'm really sorry about this, but uh, do you have a plunger? <laughs> <laughs> and, and was this oh, on this, body cam? I, I had shut off my body cam, so I don't think it was. But this sweet lady, she's like, Yeah, it's okay. We all have problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, thanks so much. And so, you know, I took care of my business and then got it all fixed and went out and I, I ended up finished the call and we went over and arrested that dude. And thank God I had to take the shit because he was about to fight. And I'm like hundred percent sure that I would have actually shit my pants had we had to fight this guy. Um, but later on, like a couple of days later, I get approached by some lady and she's like, Hey, you came into my work the other day. And it's like, I, okay. I go into a lot of people's, places of employment so it's like oh yeah where do you work she's like she says the name of the hotel i was like oh no <laughs> so i told her like i'm i'm really sorry about that she's like it's okay she's so sweet so yeah that was my poop story i had to take shit on a call and then your kid's crying in the background because you upset yeah your poop yeah story. Back home, so yeah and you know what she's got lots of poop stories so she has no room to talk who your kid oh yeah yeah well when i when i posed the question to dispatcher mo she's like well like as a kid i was like no as an adult and yeah i don't don't get me wrong like if you're pooping your pants every single day of your life you probably should go to a doctor <laughs> but it happens sometimes man you could be out on a hike remember that was that thing in washington or something where there was like the serial pooper that they had like <laughs> pictures of her and it looked like it was from like mars like of her like taking shits places yeah. and they couldn't figure out who yeah. it was and it ended up being some lady running through the neighborhood she just she had to go so she's shit in people's yards oh my god <laughs> so there was one time in college i i legitimately did accidentally shit my pants walking to class and so it, you I, did. it was okay this was before i was a cop though 
Okay, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you're still an adult and you shit your pants. Yeah, yeah, I was an adult. I shit my pants. It happened. Well, like, did you like very... push? Did you push too hard on something, and then it ended up being a little more? <laughs> no. So I was, uh, I lived like a block off campus, and I had to walk all the way to class. And as I'm leaving, you get that, you know, you have that like moment of, oh my god, I'm running late, and I kind of have to take a shit. Like, I don't know. I might be able to make it. I think I can. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I think I can make it. I trust myself. Well, I got literally halfway when I, I realized like, no, this, this has got to happen. <laughs> uh, so I could either turn back and go back home or I could push on and go to class. And I got to the building where I had to go to class <laughs> and I went straight for the bathroom and it's like, you close your eyes and like, you don't want to look and you finally take a peek and there was just, oh, dude, there was shit everywhere. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wadded up my underwear and threw them away. I went home. I took it the rest of the day off class. How do you recover from that? No, that's a traumatic thing. I, I mentioned, you know, I, I have a, I poop. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I got IBS. I poop. Everybody poops. But, you know, my gut doesn't always agree with me. And I, But I've yeah. never had to pause a podcast because I had the shit. And this one I was a little nervous for. But all right. So let's do this. We got to give away a T-shirt. And then we're yeah. going to answer some questions from the uh, Internet machine. Okay. So as always, I try to give away T-shirts on this podcast. And thankfully, I was an anonymous donor came through and said, hey, here, have some money so you can give away some T-shirts. So this is what we got. So if you want to nominate your buddy, send me an email. I can't guarantee everybody's going to win, but we'll see what I can do. And obviously, I have to uh, edit out names and places and some details so these people don't get outed because people hate cops. Um, this nomination is not for some war, war story, but just a, for a plain old work hard that takes care of his cops. He's a Sarge, always has people's backs and fights for what's right and has taken, on, taken it on the chin many times. And he's always fucking fighting with admin. I already like this dude. He's worked all the special assignments and his hard work eventually earned him Sergeant Stripes, which I just said. I'm not going to say that. He puts in a lot of time and effort and a lot of it he's not compensated for. His latest fight, which is the ongoing mandate, he took his time and did the research and he fought against admin, city council, and city attorney and the mayor, not to mention the department in a very liberal area of a certain shithole state. Uh, he was able to keep the mandate away from this department and gave cops a chance to make their own decision. I try to avoid the fucking COVID mandate shit all the time, but yeah, it is their fucking decision. Don't, I don't know. Anyway, he's one of the hardest working guys I've seen. Never wants to take any credit. Uh, he just takes on the stress and the fights for his people. That's a good fucking boss right there. And he deserves a t-shirt. So he will, uh, when he emails me, I'll give him a fucking poorly made t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Good for that guy. Good for that guy. All right. You ready to answer some questions that the people on Facebook have for you? Yeah. Let's answer some questions. I do have a statement, and the statement okay. is that I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> Great movie. That is my favorite line from my favorite movie. Fuck, I That's love so that good. movie. Oh, I need to watch that again. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it's up there for me with Clerks. That and Clerks are probably my yeah. favorite movies. 
I've I've actually never seen Clerks. What? Yeah, man. I know. I've never seen it. Dude, I thought my best friend on the internet. Dude, don't it, do uh, this. Dude. Don't do this. Come on. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Go watch Clerks, you fucking fool. And anybody listening to this podcast that has not watched Clerks, you're fucking missing out. Go watch that movie. You know, you know what? Now I'm intentionally not going to watch Clerks. What? Yeah. Because you told me to do it. Now I don't want to do it. I was going to oh, do it. Don't watch Clerks. Well, now I'm not going to. No, reverse psychology doesn't work on me. It only works on my kids. Fuck you. All right. Well, <laughs> Clerks sucks. This is the worst movie ever. Dude, <laughs> I'm getting upset right now. I'm getting triggered right now. I need to go to my dude, safe space. Dude, the Impala is the best patrol car ever. Probably next, probably next to the Explorer. How dare you? How <laughs> fucking dare you? I'm going to uh, murder your I'm family. triggering you so hard right now. And uh, you know who else sucks? The Avalanche. The Colorado Avalanche. They fucking blow. Are you a Blues fan or a fucking uh, Blackhawks fan? Neither. Dude, I'm a Red Wings fan. Okay, thanks for watching the listening to Poorly Made podcast. Uh, this episode is over because this guy's a total piece of shit. Triggered. Oh, how fucking dare you? The Red Wings suck ass. Draper deserved every bit of that hit. Fuck his face. Anyway, right, let's get on some questions. Yeah, you're fucking piece of shit. Okay. All right. So we kind of we hit the reform laws. I was going to ask you. So I felt in Colorado, at least when the reform shit hit, it was like the sky was falling. And then you read through the bill and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then the sky wasn't necessarily falling. Like they took away qualified immunity, mm -hmm. but then they kind of gave it back a couple sentences later, but they just didn't call it qualified immunity. And don't get me wrong. The bill in Colorado is bad. The attitude in Colorado is bad. I left mostly because my department is a shithole and some other reasons. What I mean is, is that kind of the feeling you got too with, I mean, the sky's kind of falling, but maybe it's not falling. Maybe the law is not that bad or is the law that bad? Um, I don't know. I think it's still going to be like, wait and see. Um, we still have a very pessimistic outlook. Um, there was a trailer bill that kind of cleaned up some stuff um, and kind of made it a little bit better. But it's like when, when it first got passed, Everyone was talking a big game like, oh, this is it. I'm, I'm getting out of law enforcement. I'm going to jump ship to the next state over. Um, but then nobody did. It was just kind of like, well, maybe we'll just wait and see. We'll just, we'll just wait and see if it's truly that bad. And yeah, other than the retirees, no one at my department has really jumped ship for the next state over. Um, not to say that it might not that it's not still going to happen, but, um, yeah, I mean, me personally, shit. Yeah. I considered it. Um, I cons considered getting out of law enforcement, but you know, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Um, move to so the country just, and do a podcast in your basement. Yeah. That sounds like that's never been done before. So I think yeah, that's a nice new original idea. Um, but yeah, you know, it just, I've got it so good at my department. Um, Aside from being in a shithole state, my department is a very good department to work for. I'm happy there. 
Um, I've got a lot of seniority. So me personally, um, I'm just going to wait it out and see. And like everything else, just, I guess, have to adapt. And the public public will get what they voted for. And maybe they won't vote that way in the future. Um, but yeah. You said something guess. interesting. And I don't want to be like a negative Nancy, but the wait and see thing. That scares yeah. me because I'd hate to be that dude. And that's something I thought about too. Like, well, I'll wait and see. But what if I'm that guy? Like, what if I'm that guy that like, because, you know, going to calls like Russian roulette, man, you don't know what it's going to be. And before, like you, it was always that way. But you knew if you did the right thing and if you followed policy and procedure and you followed the law, you were going to be okay. And that's just not true anymore. And that was kind of the thing in my head. And that's a department thing too. Like the department and the local DA can, if they're reasonable, you're probably going to be okay. But you have these states where, man, even the fucking the governor will fucking have a witch hunt and go after dudes. Yeah, exactly. You know, my deal with my buddy getting jammed up, the original and not to get in details, but the original incident was basically like a nothing burger until fat fuck Pritzker stuck his stupid fingers fingers into it. And then it became something, you know, and I like to think like my department has a good relationship with our with our state's attorney's office but i don't i don't know how much i trust it because all it takes is one nationally recognized incident to show everyone's true colors so it's like you think that your department has a good relationship with it but do they really you know like has it truly been tested so i don't know it's a scary thing yeah so the the second part of this guy's question was Will Illinois, Illinois set out a statewide foot pursuit standard? So I don't know a whole lot about what he's talking about. Do you know what he's talking about? Yeah, I think so. Um, now, obviously, I don't work for Chicago PD, but I did hear that um, Chicago PD put out like a, a foot pursuit policy, essentially banning foot pursuits, which is fucking stupid. Bad guys don't run. But yeah, of course they don't. They were just scared. But yeah, I, God, I hope not, but I don't know. Anything can happen, I guess. Is deep dish pizza real? And if so, how long has he been an idiot? Um, so I'm probably going to get a lot of flack. Uh, I am not from Chicago. I enjoy deep dish pizza, um, but it, damn, it is a fucking meal, man. Uh, if you go up to the city and go to, I don't know, wherever your favorite deep dish pizza place up there. Um, yeah, you have one slice and it's like, it is filling. <laughs> uh, I like it, but you know, I like other pizza just as much, but yeah, you know what? Going back to the question, I think deep dish pizza is pizza. Yeah. Pizza is pizza, man. It's really hard to fucking fuck up a pizza. I don't get why people get so upset about different types of pizza. I, I was just about to ask, what's your stance on pineapple? Oh, it fucking belongs on there. Hardcore. I think it is. You know why? Because we live in America. And in America, we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> and if I want to put pineapple on pizza, well, God damn it, I'm an American. I'm going to put pineapple on pizza. I don't care if you think it's gross. It's perfect. It's like the perfect combination. I My like favorite it. type of pizza is pineapple and cream cheese on a pizza. If you haven't had cream cheese on a pizza, mm. you have not lived. I don't know if I've had cream cheese on a pizza. I've had like, you know, specialty pizzas like what a chicken bacon ranch. 
pizza that's real good i don't like those i don't like that to me a pizza it has to have marinara although to be fair to be fair i'm not gonna play the thing again it was great should i play it again no because we're gonna get off track uh, you're right. I shouldn't play it. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fairs. The uh, pizza at Papa Murphy's is a, like a veggie yeah. pizza, and they have a, I think it's like a Alfredo sauce. That one's actually pretty good, but. Okay. I don't know. I think we kind of we get a little further away from God when we start getting like too wild from like that kind of shit. To me, a, a pizza typically has marinara. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this though. Now that you're in Iowa, have you had Casey's pizza? It's fucking amazing, bro. It's have so you good. Had, have you had their breakfast pizza? Okay, the breakfast pizza obviously doesn't have marinara, but it is so good. It is fucking phenomenal. Fuck, I, I need to get drunk and walk to Casey's. Dude, I'm already drunk. I, yes. Yes. I could walk to Casey's right now. Yeah, Casey's is legit. Like growing up, that's that's all we had in town was Casey. I, I come from a very small town. That's all we had was Casey's. And their breakfast pizza is so good. And you you know bar stool, how they do the um the one bite thing. I I don't I don't know. I don't really follow bar stool. I've seen a few yeah. other things. Yeah, well. That fuck rated Casey's like a 5.2 or something. Where does he live? He's in Boston. Oh, he's a fucking chowderhead piece of shit. You know what? You know what he said about Casey's pizza? He said it was too bacony. Like, dude, you were in Iowa City. You were in the bacon capital of the world. And you say it's too bacony. Fuck yourself. Hey, go fuck the socks. Socks suck, you fucking chowderhead piece of shit. Yeah. Why am I so angry? It's the it's the PBR. It's the PBR. It's it, it's it's natural. There are some angry. jokes I could make, but I'm not going to. Um, let's see. Uh, we kind of hit all that kind of stuff. Do you know any descendants of Lincoln? Ooh, not that I know of. Maybe I don't know. How much time do you spend actually devoted to repelling plots against the steel Lincoln? <laughs> I, that I can't say. There's too many vampires involved. <laughs> nice so that's a like a fucking midwest thing right where that's the thing with small towns though in like the midwest there's always a museum for somebody that lived there as a kid yeah right we so had like, one my my hometown we had a museum devoted to my hometown like my hometown was less than a thousand people why do we have a museum for our hometown yeah it's ridiculous well i can't go into details but they're a famous fella like, he was born here, right? And he might have lived here mm-hmm. for, like, two years, and there's a whole museum for him. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, so, like, you know, John Wayne took a shit in this bathroom in, you know, the <laughs> 1960s. So there's a plaque, you know? That's just a Midwest thing. Yeah. We don't have many claim to fame, so we got to take it where we can get it. We're, uh, we're I'm nice, actually, I'm man. Googling Abraham Lincoln, because I in my head he wasn't born Illinois, right? Where was no, he, he was born? born in Kentucky. No, he's born right in Indiana. In- Wait, let me. So it says here on uh, Wikipedia, which is always true, was born in the poverty in a log cabin and raised in the frontier in Indiana. I swear he's from <gasps> Kentucky. 
Your mom's from Kentucky. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Shorzy. Oh, no, you were right. He was born in Kentucky. So Yeah, see, fuck it. You know what? I'm from the land of Lincoln, okay? We had, like, Lincoln history in schools. So you're not from the land of Lincoln. Kentucky is the land of Lincoln. No, Kentucky is the land of rednecks and missing teeth. That is also true. Actually, Kentucky, except for, like, the part that borders West Virginia, in my opinion, is very nice. I don't know if I've ever been to Kentucky. You know what? I keep talking shit about these, these like southern states. I'm gonna get a lot of hate. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> All right, we're off track again. Let's see. What's the most Illinois thing you've ever seen on the job? Oh God, I I don't know. What is an Illinois thing? Is it, I feel like I've literally like, I've never been to Chicago. I've only driven through the country of Illinois. So it's yeah. basically like an extension of Indiana, like I said. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I can't even answer that because I don't know what an Illinois thing is. Um, I mean, you you have I feel like Illinois is so divided, right? It's either Chicago or downstate. So it's like, what is the most Chicago thing? Or the what is the most downstate Illinois thing? Well, the most downstate Illinois thing is probably the same as the most indiana or iowa thing or whatever else it's just like the the rest of downstate illinois is just like stereotypical midwest if you're not talking you know chicago oh. that's completely different yep oh 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 is a word dude yeah i've i get yeah what's the there's another good midwest word too besides ope i forget it now uh dude there we have so many midwestern midwestern isms like, have you? Oh, do you follow the me? Page? Just gonna, just gonna squeeze by you. Grab. Oh, that ranch. one's that one's a classic one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you? Uh, there's a, a Instagram page called Middle Class Fancy that hits a lot of them too. That page is pretty funny. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. I uh, I follow one on uh, book called uh, what Midwest versus Everybody. That's a pretty good one. But none of them are as good as mine, right? I'm I don't like the silence. That. <laughs> how dare you and i thought you were my best friend man i guess not um your page your page is okay it's, it's poorly made it's poorly made but i like it that way because i have low standards yep like my wife um <laughs> are you still able to watch body camera footage before you uh writing a report oh so that is another thing with the bill um you can, but now you have to indicate in your report whether or not you, or I guess if you did review your body camera footage prior to writing the report. On officer-involved shootings, you cannot review your body cam footage, which I think is obviously bullshit, but I guess that's the way it's going to go now. Hope it never happens. Is that if you're involved or is that if, when I say involved, like you're actually the one firing shots? Um, or if you're you know, like a secondary I, officer, can you use your body camera to write a report? You know, I don't know. I'm going to have to read it and clarify. But that's <laughs> one thing I do remember is that if you're in an officer-involved shooting, you cannot watch your body camera footage. It's fucking embarrassing! Actually, that is fucking embarrassing. It is fucking embarrassing. In my department, 
you didn't write a report. If you were like actually the officer in a shooting, you didn't write a report. Yeah. You'd do an interview. Yeah. So yeah. It, I don't know in my department, you have, anyway. you have an option. You can either write a report and, or do an interview, but you know, going back to that, I don't get it. Like some of the things that get passed, it just seems like, what, what is the point? The, the only point to passing this bill is like a fuck you to the police. That's all it is. Yeah. None of it. They're just trying to make it harder. There's no benefit. Look, I think we have to realize we're all kind of part of the same system. And I get, I think we have to accept that, you know, we, we are part of the government. We're an extension of the government. So they're quote unquote accountability, right? I think it's fine for the public to have a say quote unquote, but on the same hand, the problem that's going on right now is that the people that are experts are not getting a say cops. Yeah, exactly. In the, this whole bill that got passed in Illinois, they never once consulted law enforcement about it. No, it's, it's basically a bunch of do-goods that don't know shit about anything, don't know about case law, don't know about their actual laws. Nobody reads this shit. Where's the accountability on politicians? I mean, you had the fucking Senate majority leader on a different bill what years ago say, well, we'll have to vote on it to find, on what's, find out what's in it. How is this even a fucking thing? That how sounds you, corrupt as fuck. How can you put forth a part of legislation that's going to be a bill, that's going to be law, that's going to affect people's lives, and you have not read it? Yep, exactly. But they do that on purpose. Like, why, why is there even such a thing as a 750-page bill? It shouldn't be a thing. When's the last time you read a 750-page book? Yeah, it's it's honestly just to make them feel better and to make people think that they're doing the will of the people, which they're not. You don't know don't what know. fucking you know intern puts something into writing that's going to be a fucking bill now. It's embarrassing that this happens, and it's embarrassing we as a people, we as a country, that we allow this to happen. We have continually allowed politicians for hundreds of years to do shit to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm drunk and and I'm angry, but this is why the second amendment exists. Exactly. This is why the first amendment exists. Stop shitting on the people that vote for you. Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't agree with like shoving multiple unrelated subjects into like the same bill you know that's how they they're able to pass like so much of this shit like oh yeah you, I'll you're vote gonna for pass this. something oh yeah i'll vote for this because i put this piece of pork in for my state so i'll yeah. vote for your thing if you do this for me and then when someone catches that and votes against it then they use it in mudslinging in uh in the election saying oh he voted against this well yeah because you put this bullshit in it yeah, the, you know, and I hate to sound like some like guy in his basement on Reddit, but the system's broken, man. It totally is. And it's failed us. Yeah. This is a really happy episode. This is a happy episode. It, it, I mean, it's happy. It's cathartic to us. You know, we need it to is. get this. Sometimes off, it I feels guess. good to just get it out, you know? 
probably why cops love to bitch so much. Yeah, we bitch about fucking everything. What is uh, FOID? Do you know what that is? FOID card? Oh, D. Yeah, firearm owner identification. Okay, is that um, an Illinois thing? Yes. Okay, talk about that a little bit. What's that? Okay, so basically, all it is, it's called a FOID card for short. Um, so it's basically you register for your FOID card, and that's um, it's what a, allows you to buy like gun and ammunition. Okay. So the the question on this is thoughts on a FOID card and how it contributes to officers avoiding seeking mental health help. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. If you, and now I don't know the specifics of how this works, but um, yeah, if you're committed, I mean, I don't know if it's automatic, but there's a chance you could have your FOID card revoked. So a lot of people, um, and I, I can't blame them for doing it, will avoid going to get mental health for fear that their FOID card is going to get revoked. Because if you don't have your FOID, um, you can't be a cop in Illinois because you can't carry a gun. Uh, it's also what allows you to possess a gun. So, yeah, I mean, there's that fear there because you, you got to take care of your mental health. And you most of the times you can't do it on your own. You have to see professional help. But why would you do that if you know there's that thing looming over your head where you could have your entire livelihood taken from you because your void's going to get revoked. So I can't blame anyone for not wanting to seek help, seek help for that reason. This is just another example of how we just talked about how the government has failed us. Yeah. Um, here's an Illinois question, which I don't know anything about. Should Illinois get rid of part-time police academies that are online? I didn't even know we had online police academies. I've never I heard of such think, a thing. I don't think that should be a thing at all. That's, that's a terrible idea. Um, Part-time academies, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really heard much about them. I couldn't even tell you where one is. Um, I don't, I don't think anyone can put themselves through the academy in Illinois. I think you have to be sponsored by a department. But um, yeah, I don't know. I know part-time academies used to be a thing. I didn't know there was still a thing. I know my my uncle went to one back in like shit like the what 60s or 70s or something but yeah as far as like online fuck no that shouldn't be a thing yeah that's fucking ridiculous now we're kind of getting closer to the end of the podcast so i want to apologize i'm not going to be able to get to everybody's questions on instagram but we're going to get a few more of them this question is how much does chicago suck and my wife always wants to go to chicago i'm like i don't want to go to chicago and um, she's like, well, Chicago's just bad in like this one little area, which I'm like, no, I'm sure it's beyond one little area. Obviously, you live in Illinois. I can't pretend, you know, say that you know everything about Chicago, but are there plates of Chicago that you would go with your family or would you just avoid it totally? Um, yeah, I mean, I would still um, I mean, I'm way more wary about it now, but before i mean yeah i would take my family to chicago if we're going to like wrigley or something which is vastly superior to guaranteed lowest attendance field um wait 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 what are you talking about what's the lowest attendance field <laughs> guaranteed rate field it's where the white sucks play oh socks suck 
with the exception yeah, of sucks. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas is the man. Just saying. He, he had one of the best sports nicknames of all time. The Big Hurt. Oh, dude, he's fucking a legend, man. Yeah, I would I, watch I like Frank Thomas. I would watch White Sox games on WGN back on that day just for Frank Thomas because he's such a fucking beast. Yeah, I can't hate on him. But um, going back to the question, um, I I would still, it, I mean, if you're looking for somewhere to go, <coughs> I would still find somewhere else to go on vacation. I mean, if you're going to like, if you want to go to, I don't know, a Cubs game or, or whatever, or, or, you know, like the shed aquarium is always nice. Um, if you're going to like downtown Chicago, it's, it's okay. Um, but other than that, I mean, the North side is, is pretty nice. Um, but other than that, I would just avoid it, um, at least for a while. And especially with how many Chicago cops are leaving the department, like I wouldn't, of course, I don't live in Chicago. I've spent a lot of time there in the past, but I wouldn't take my family there. Now, people who live in Chicago might have, well, they will have a better perspective, but as someone who doesn't live in Chicago, no, I'm not going to take my family there. I'll go there by myself because I know, you know, I can defend myself or whatever and trust my gut of where I want to go, where I don't want to go. But having the responsibility of looking after your entire family, especially if you've got young kids, it's, it's not something I would do. Um, like even riding the L or going down the subways, it just, it just feels kind of grimy. Like it's, it's, it seems like right out of a dark night movie, you know, you see those, uh, those dirty alleys. I mean, that's at least what I've taken away from being in the city. I guess a follow-up to that would be, does the rest of Illinois consider Chicago part of Illinois? No, not at all. I will answer that without even thinking it. No, no. We, the rest of Illinois would love nothing more than to cut Chicago off and have it be its own state. We joke about that all the time. We wish Chicago would be its own state. So then Illinois can be run the way that the rest of Illinois wants to run it, which is vastly different from how Chicago wants to run it. Fair enough. Hey, what's your thoughts on uh, ISP? Are they a good agency? Yeah, I like them. I got along with them. I actually um, had a couple opportunities to work for them. Uh, They were doing like a a fast track Academy uh, for certified law enforcement, which was, is awesome. Uh, I think it was like, oh man, it was, it was cut down from 26 weeks to I think 12 weeks. Um, I ended up not doing it just because they couldn't guarantee that I was going to get my home district and I'm pretty, pretty settled where I'm at, but I get along with a lot of our troopers. Uh, they're a really good agency. I think um, now that said, they're still troopers. We still make fun of them, but you know what, if uh, a semi is going to crash on the interstate, in my jurisdiction, I would rather have them there, but uh, yeah, I I have pretty much nothing good things to say about Illinois State Police. Okay, now this guy, what I think he's getting at is if if you were starting now and you knew what you knew, would you still apply to be a cop in Illinois or would you go to a different state? Oh hell no, I would go to another state, dude. Go if you if you're dead set on staying in the Midwest, go to like Iowa or Indiana <laughs> or something. 
Um, I wouldn't go to Wisconsin, but um, Chip, I if I had my choice, I would go down to like Texas or Arizona. I know actually know a few guys who have um, jumped ship and gone down to Arizona, and they have nothing but good say good things to say about law enforcement in Arizona. Um, I've heard that there's some oceanfront property down there. George Strait was telling us, singing a song about that once. And I don't get the I don't get the reference. We are not friends anymore, man. <laughs> After what has happened today, triggered. Oh, no, no, I love me some George Strait. He's a fucking king. What's a power card? Oh, okay. So the power test is basically the. Um, the physical fitness test to get hired in Illinois. Um, not all places call it the power test. That's more like of a, um, a Chicago or suburb area thing up there. So basically from what I hear from what you can do or what you can do is you go wherever, get your, or do your power test past that. And then you get, they give you your power card so that if you're applying to a bunch of different places, you don't have to keep taking the physical test. You can just show them your card that proves that you can pass the power test. Okay. So the power test is like a standardized things in Illinois. So yes. every cop in Illinois has to pass that. Right. Okay. Is it hard? Uh, depending on who you are. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I mean, it's, I think for like, it's broken down into male, female, and then age brackets. And I think pretty much everywhere is like that. Um, but it's a, a mix of um, sit-ups, bench press, sit and reach, and then mile and a half run. Okay. Can people lateral to Illinois without that? Or do they need that to lateral? If you were a I fucking idiot and decided to lateral to Illinois. So like I said, the the power card thing is really only like Chicago area, a Chicago area thing. I didn't have to go get my power card where I got hired. I just, everywhere I applied, I just took the physical fitness test every time. So um, wherever you get hired in Illinois, which I don't know why you would want to do that, but if you're dead set on laddering to Illinois, one, I think you need to have your head checked out because you're fucking crazy. But if you want to, then you can just take the physical fitness test wherever you're hiring if they mandate that. How many times during the workday do you say, oh, <laughs> not even just a workday, but a normal day? A lot. And, and a lot of times you don't even think about it. It's just like accepted vocabulary here in the Midwest. You know, like you bump into someone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think. As I've gotten, I think I'm a Midwesterner now, right? Do I qualify? Yeah, you're honorary. You know, you're honorary. We'll accept you because we're we're Midwest nice. Yeah, I don't know. I think people in the Midwest are are better. They're nicer, but you are better. I have a very small sample size of that. That's all right. That's that's the way we like it. And that's what your wife said too. That is true. <laughs> Can ants ride sea doos? Can ants ride sea doos? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know that what episode. Pers- you don't haven't seen the episode of Letter Kenny? Can ants ride sea doos? There's like Which a whole monologue of them talking about if an ant could ride a sea doo. Oh man, I'm gonna have to rewatch because I don't remember that. 
Oh, that's fucking embarrassing. Uh, I should hit the button, but I'm lazy. Okay. All right. So it wouldn't be. Um, oh, does everyone who lives south of Chicago refer to Chicago folk as the DJs from upcountry? No, but we should. I, you, you I should. wholeheartedly vote to do that. So it would not be a poorly made police memes podcast without something that we have to go to Urban Dictionary for. Are you ready? Oh, let's do it. Okay. Have you ever taken part of the Illinois Hot Pocket? Is this like the Alabama Hot Pocket? I don't know what it is. I haven't looked it up yet. Oh, hopefully it exists. Oh, I'm sure it does. So have you taken part? You have to answer before we look it up. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. That's the best I can give you. Okay. The Illinois Hot Pocket. Urban Dictionary. Boning a female and then pulling out and nutting in the female's nostrils and then squeezing the jism out of her nose like cheese in a hot pocket. Oh, that's what that's called? Oh, that's cool. What would you call it? I don't know. I just describe it, I guess. Huh. Oh, that's normal. So there's just so many different definitions of all these words. I'm just going with the top one. There's a couple others. When a large group of men or women zip sleeping bags together and sleep confined in a space together. That's how all good <laughs> pornos start, by the way. <laughs> Step bro, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and then the, the last definition is taking a shit in a regular hot pocket and then having someone eat it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a Midwestern thing. Oh, sorry that you just ate my shit. Yeah, actually, you know what? I think Casey sells those. Yeah, I think Casey's does sell the Illinois Hot Pocket. <laughs> For real, though? Uh, <laughs> their tenderloins are so good. Wait, are you being serious? Casey's? They have tenderloins? Dude, what? Yeah. Are you serious? I am 100% serious. They have, like, pork tenderloins, and then they have, like, their uh, breaded chicken type tenderloin is basically just a tenderloin except made out of chicken they're both phenomenal is it better than a mcrib yes i've actually never had a mcrib i see all the memes about them i <laughs> i don't know that i can trust that from mcdonald's you know what i the best i can say it's worth trying once just to say that you could try it's it's no better than any other generic pork fake rib sandwich anywhere else sells Fair enough. So we've come to the end of this very poorly made podcast, but I got a couple more questions for you. Okay. Word of the day. Are you familiar oh, with shit. the word of the day? Yes, I'm very familiar with the word of the day. All right. What do you got to put out there so people can throw that on over the radio oh, and in their reports? Uh, you know what? I, I came unprepared. I'm on the spot here. But the other day, I was recording I, a podcast surprised. the other day. <laughs> the other day, I unexpectedly, I surprised myself. I said the word emphatically on the radio. So emphatic. I like that. I like that. That's a good word. So if you can get that in over the radio or in your report, you can send it to me if you're not a pansy. But if you're a pansy, you just get it in over the radio. In your reports, it'll you make your day a little bit better. The next question I have for you is, do you have any imparting words of wisdom that you'd like to give out to the millions of people that listen to this podcast? 
Yeah, to the millions of people. Um, to get real for a second, I'm going to pass on the best advice I've ever gotten in my law enforcement career was by one of my very first FTOs, and that is just slow down. Um, and that is like, if if there's no reason for you to rush, slow down, okay? Um, now, the context that he gave it to me, because I was driving too fast, but he went on to say, you know, you're driving too fast, but not only is it a danger because of your speed that you're driving through neighborhoods, you're going to miss things. Just slow down, roll your windows down, use your eyes, use your ears, use your nose. If you're going too fast, you're going to make mistakes. And I've passed that along to my own trainees. Um, it's a safety thing. When you, when you go too fast, you make mistakes. So just slow down, think about what you're doing and minimize the mistakes. Yeah. I, dude, I think that's honestly some of the best advice a new guy could get. We get so like amped up on adrenaline in this job that we don't even realize how fast we're going and we don't give ourselves time to think. So just slow down. If you think you're going too slow, slow down again, because you're probably not. You're probably still going too fast. Totally a hundred fucking 10% agree, dude. All right. Well, this brings us to the end of the podcast. As always, if you want to support this podcast, there's a little uh, link at the end of the podcast that says support this podcast. What you do is you uh, steal a credit card out of the evidence locker. You steal your mom's. Put that in there, and it uh, gives me a little piece of bread to uh, keep the lights on down here and buy some more PBR. You can uh, buy some merch. I just put a sale code on for the rest of the holidays. You can see it on the page if you look for it. So go buy yourself something nice for the holidays, something for somebody else, your partner at work. I got all kinds of crazy shit on there. Go buy a Christmas ornament. They're very poorly made. My uh, my cat, actually, they're really well made. My cat, I bought a Christmas tree for the uh, sex dungeon and my cat knocked it over the other day. My Mandalorian, he broke. <gasps> but my poorly made ornaments, they lived. So get yourself some poorly made ornaments. Your life will be better for it. And of course, take care of the sponsors of this podcast because without them, I uh, wouldn't do it. So with that said, you guys uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of your brothers and sisters. And remember, I love most of you. Bye-bye.